0: My next guest is a producer, artist, and father. He originates from Maine and now lives in the Seattle area, and he's eager to make himself a household name. <laughs> Introducing Jay Furley. Bobby rolling hard like she country band. Yeah, we riding hard like we in Upper Here Pure cocaine and she never bland. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Today I'm with a very special guest. This has been a long time coming. How long we've we been talking now? Like,
1: oh my gosh, it's been at least uh, over two weeks, I think. Yeah, it's
0: been a, it's been a while. And yeah. then you hit me up like a like a month or two ago, right? Yeah, to originally. like set up something, and then it's just oh it's, it's, it's it's a grind. Uh, yeah, so now exactly. we're together. <laughs> this is Jay Fierly. How do you pronounce it? Fierly? It's uh, actually Furly. Furly. Yeah. Oh my god, that it's hard to read it. I was trying to do like the Guy Fury type th- type thing, you know, how his name is Guy
1: Fury. <laughs> Absolutely. So <I> like... <laughs> Everybody uses that or Firely. Okay, yeah. Pretty common.
0: So what made you decide to stick with like your actual name versus a stage name type?
1: Um, it actually came about a couple years ago when I was first like really considering getting back into music. This is my second swing at music. I yeah. kind of gave it up a while ago. Um, but I heard Russ talking in an interview and he was like, "Yeah, I didn't really oh, want to come geez. up with anything creative or anything like that. I just figured I would use my government name." yes I was like, "Um <laughs> I can kind of relate to that, I guess. Like and I've always wanted Furly to be a household name because yeah. like I come from a really small family of, you know, I'm like a third-generation American-born, so wow. only a couple removed, yeah. And wow. so like I wanted Furly to like stand out and like when you hear Coca-Cola or like yes. Pepsi or <laughs> Furly, like they're synonymous.
0: It sounds like a welcoming name, too. Thank you. It sounds like, it reminds me of, like, a Furby, kind of. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the um, It kind of hits with the older crowd, yeah. because Mr. Furley was a character on a TV show called Three's Company, mm, and, like, okay. it's the only reference you have to Furley. So every time, you know, anybody over 50 is like, oh, like, Three's Company. And I'm like, you got it. That's <laughs> you right. You got it. You're never going to forget that. Oh, man. <laughs> So you're a
0: producer slash songwriter or how would you like to describe yourself as? Yeah,
1: I would say I'm 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 just like, I like to just use the word artist because that mm-hmm. allows me to be creative in like whatever way I want to express myself. But predominantly I would say I'm like a producer songwriter who's mm-hmm. now diving into like becoming a recording artist and right. using the work that I've been making and like making it my own now instead of yeah. making beats for other people or something like that.
0: What made you decide to take another swing at it?
1: um it's a super long story I'm ready for it with time <laughs> um, so um before I'm actually I'm divorced so I used to be married wow. I guess that comes with the implication when you say you're divorced how old are you I am 30 wow yeah
0: you look really young man people you, thank you you know who you look like what's his name um the jackass guy
1: Johnny John, Knoxville? Yes. People, it's, you know what? It's 50% Johnny Knoxville, and as of recently, 50% Joe from You. Oh, You're like, you kind of oh, look Joe, like the guy Joe. Yes. And I was like, whoa, that's kind of crazy. Shit. I guess I do. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so yeah, uh, rewind, like, a decade ago, mm-hmm. and I had first introduced myself, I guess we got introduced to each other, me and my ex-wife. And we were living together. We had a couple of the friends, and we all had this, like, big recording studio in the house. Oh, wow. And it was just, like, you know, it was going to become a movement. We were doing concerts and stuff. It was, like, a crazy, I would say, year. Mm-hmm. And then some stuff happened, and it was, like, okay, now we need to focus on, like, building a family. Mm-hmm. And we kind of had to put music to the side. Well, I, I say that now, but, like, thinking back, I didn't have to. I just chose to because I wanted to focus on other stuff, which yeah. I guess it makes sense in, it does. in, in retrospect. But <laughs> then... I just, so I just kind of like stopped doing the music, her and I both, and we would just like, you know, dabble here and there, just like, you know, go to karaoke just to kind of get a little fix, or like, I would just like, maybe offer to DJ somebody's birthday or something, you know what I mean? And then, uh, as of recently, uh, you know, probably a year and a half ago, we split up, and then I had, found myself having all kinds of free time (laughs) where I could like, do something other than, you know, spousal Spousals, mm-hmm. we'll say spousal, duties, spousal we, duties we'll use that we'll use that phrase <laughs>
0: sounds like something you pick up at like a grocery store <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh what aisle are the spousal duties in
1: <laughs> um and so yeah i was just like all right let me just start jumping into it and i started yeah. um I, one year ago i only had like 112 instagram followers yeah i wasn't really like i used it to just like post a picture of my son mm-hmm. or like a picture of some flowers i saw that i thought looked yeah. dope right and so then I was like, okay, let me start posting stuff on Instagram. And then before I knew it, I was like, oh, well, I have like 400 followers. Okay, it's only been a couple months. And I'm like, oh, now I have six, now I have seven, and now, now I'm at eight. and
0: Now I'm at a million.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> and so like, I know it sounds like 800, like, oh, wow, yeah. No, that's job. actually good, But like man. for a year, of someone who's just yes. like really starting, I'm like, oh, this is pretty good growth. Like 800 people fuck with me enough to like watch my stuff every day. So that's, you yes. know, pat on the back, right? That's really good. And so that's kind of how I like dove back into the music scene. Um, actually... The shirt I'm wearing is made by a local artist, Perry Porter. He's a painter and a rapper, and, like, he's, like, hella talented, right? He just got off a tour. He was on tour with uh, Romero Uh, Francois. Dude,
0: link me up with him, man. Yeah,
1: for sure. No, I will. Absolutely. Um, And so I went to one of his live shows. It was, like, my friends were, like, oh, go on a date, go on a date. And I was, like, okay, so I met this woman, and we went on a date to one of his shows. And I was, like, man, he fucking looks like he's having so much fun. Like, I'm going to really start doing this again. Like, this looks great. Like, I don't even care how much I get paid to do a venue show or anything like that. Like, I just want to, like, get on stage and perform music. And, like, if people vibe with it, like, that's dope. That's all I want to do It's just, like, have fun with it. And yeah. so he probably was, like, the final, like, push over the edge to, like...
0: And then Macklemore called him. You can't forget that. Yeah. And then, yeah, and
1: then, <laughs> then he was like, hey, heard you been making music. No. But, yeah,
0: that's what I feel about concerts as well. Like, for me, before I got into, like, the music scene or any of it at all, like... I kind of was like, oh, I'm just a fan. I like, I take my phone out, videotape the whole thing, yeah. like most people do. And now that I'm actually like in the music scene, I'm like, why the fuck are people on their phones? Or I'm like finding myself actually like criticizing what's happening on stage or actually z- zoning in on what's happening and shit. Yeah. So I'm like, I want to be up there versus just like in the crowd. Yeah. Or like if it's like um, a two-story, like, a venue, you know, like, the top floor is usually, like, where the seats are and stuff, and you look over the balcony, Yeah, I find myself wanting to, like, sit down up there versus be in the crowd,
1: you know? It's just and, kind of observe more, because then you can, yeah. like, you get a feel for what they're doing, because they're really trying to put on a show, they're not just, like, reciting your favorite song, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, they're really trying to put on a whole experience, so, yeah. yeah.
0: Why do you think people videotape things? Like, I feel like, especially for me, like, I got a notification, like, last month, that my phone storage was almost empty. So I scrolled through, and it was all just fucking videos of old (laughs) concerts and shit. I'm like, I have never looked at these again in my entire life. So what do you think makes people want to like film everything?
1: That's a good question. Um, I would say if I had to put it on something, I would say... A, definitely for some clout. Like if you have some like front row tickets or you have some dope view and you're going to just throw it on Instagram the next day for the, for the people that couldn't make it, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like that would probably be one reason, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. There's only been a couple concerts that I went to that I really felt compelled to record some stuff. Mm -hmm. And I would say most of it wasn't even performances. It was like the shit they did in between songs or like, uh, I went to a Logic concert and uh, Kyle opened up for him. Yeah. and he started he threw a surfboard into the crowd Oh yeah! and he low-key like real fucking crowd surfed like he jumped on the surfboard and yeah. like people were moving and I was like I need to record <laughs> this like people aren't gonna believe yes. me you know what I mean and uh, Logic played um, Street Fighter with somebody oh, like he huh. brought somebody up from the crowd and they yeah. played Street Fighter on the big screen in between a couple songs oh, I was like damn. this is tight gotta record yes. this um, so that I guess that's why I would do it but yeah. for the experience I guess I would overall just like to sit back right. with a drink and just kind of like Be there.
0: Enjoy the moment. Yeah. So, even if you haven't, I don't, how long would you say you haven't been making music? Because, like, even if it hasn't, even if it's been like a year or less, the amount of Seattle has changed, in my opinion, is like drastic. Have you noticed differences between when you stopped and now starting up again?
1: Yes, absolutely. Especially because I'm, I've only been here in Seattle. I'm actually an East Coast native. Oh. Yeah. I've only lived here since 2016. Okay. I'm a transplant. Oh yeah. Shout the word. You know the word. Yeah. And I hate I hate using it cuz there's so much stigma that comes with that. Like every time I hear it, I like feel people yeah, I feel people I feel people cringe when they look at me like when I hear a transplant. But it's like I don't claim to be, you know, from Seattle or anything. Right. Like I live in Kent. Yeah. I'm not like I'm not trying to ride that little wave that I'm from Seattle. I would mm-hmm. like to say one day that I could be included in that like, yeah, he's from Seattle. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he did his thing in Seattle for Seattle. Yeah. And so I would say from what I've seen even in the past 3 years When I first got here, um, Travis Thompson was one of the first names I heard of. Sam LaChow, I saw him at... um, What's the music festival that they used to have? Not uh, Bumper Sasquatch. 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 Yeah, he was was like, yeah, it was a last-minute fill-in for somebody, and I saw him, and I was like, wow, these guys are fucking tight. And then now I hear artists from Seattle. And it does sound a little bit different, you know what I mean? I feel like there's a lot more... uh, I don't want to say... There's a lot more, like people that are making music because they want to sound like everybody else Yeah. than when I first got here three years ago. Like
0: genuine. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah. I kind of see that too. I don't know what it is. I think just like 2018 to 2019, tons of like people that sounded the same started to pop off. Yeah. And then Little Mosey started to blow up also. So I Super think duper. people never really were like, oh shit, I want to be the next Macklemore. Yeah. Because you know? he was definitely his own dude, 100%. But, like, Little Mosey's an easier person to kind of sound like. So I guess, for me, what I'm doing right now, because I want to give everyone a platform, but I also, like, have to shift through people, you know? Because, like, some people are like, oh, yeah, I just picked up a microphone and a laptop, and now I'm the next Little Mosey. That's what I do. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I don't... That's I don't think people given up Travis Thompson enough, like, credit. Dude, he has, like, a full mural of him painted on...
1: No, he's Numos. tight as fuck. Yeah. Like, when I first heard... Uh, Father, forgave me. Yeah, he's I'm a dope coming. dude. I was like, bro, this is fucking good ass music. You know what I mean? And then I started listening to his whole catalog. I'm like, he's spitting. Homie's spitting. Like, he's really got something to say.
0: It's weird because when I ask people about, or tell people about, oh, there's a concert I'm going to tonight. And if it's if it's not like Drake or a household name, they're like, who the fuck huh? is that? Yeah. Like, and you spent money on that? Yeah. I'm like, I feel like see, I want Seattle to become more like Atlanta where like, the normies are like oh yeah i know who that person is but yeah. like right now if you're not in the music scene people don't know who that person is no why do you think that is
1: i think that sometimes people might take the small circle too serious yeah. and like like just for instance this is not even music related mm-hmm. but it's gonna it's gonna jump back into it yeah the other day i was like i asked my homie like yo that cologne you wear, that shit smells fire, bro. Like, I swear it smells better than everything I ever smelled. Like, pause. And I was like, "What is that, bro? That shit must kill with the women." He was like, I "Can't tell you that shit, man. Then we all be smelling the same." I'm like, "What, bro? I'm not gonna wear it when I'm around yeah. you. I just want to know what it is in case I ever want to try it out. You know what yeah. I mean?" And I was like, "It's like it's a trade secret." And so like, I feel like people have that like, "Oh, they just want to fuck with us because we got a little bit of clout. We can't be letting them in. Like, yeah. we can't be sharing that." It's like, what? Just Maybe they were just trying to learn how to do something. Right. Like, I feel like people might just like stick to themselves too much.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you? So did you start making music when you're on the East Coast, or like once you moved to Seattle, or?
1: Um yeah, on the East Coast it was definitely. Before I was married, it was a lot more prevalent. I was really trying to like, dive into making just like straight hip hop beats, like really yeah. East Coast, like Wu Tang style stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, once I moved out here, I found myself the first like two months i really just wanted to make money yeah i was like so naive and i was just like uploading beats all willy-nilly and they sounded like shit and like (laughs) i thought they were great and i was just like man i'm not getting the response i want and then as of recently i found myself like really taking my time to work on the craft and so 12 months i would say i've been like officially been really working on music and like Mm -hmm. honing in on it like not going out on the weekends not doing stuff like just doing the music in the studio all day yeah for sure
0: what made you start making music in on the East Coast? Like, what inspired you to start even beats or anything like that?
1: Mm, it was like eighty percent trying to stay away from all kinds of negative shit, mm-hmm. and twenty percent I lived in Maine and there just like oh. really wasn't anything to do. Yeah, other than stuff that was probably suspect or shouldn't be done in the first place. Yeah, and so like I was just trying to like find a way out aside from college or anything mm-hmm. like that. You know, I ended up going to college after that, anyways. But I just wanted to to do that it was really because music was always a part of my life like I I never gave it credit or acknowledged it but like I was doing chorus in grade school and then in seventh grade I did uh piano lessons Mm -hmm. and then in ninth grade I did guitar lessons in 10th grade I did uh um drum lessons and but none of them were ever like
0: clicking all the way
1: yeah altogether it was never like oh I'm interested in music it was just like oh drums are cool I Mm want to learn how to play those yeah. And now looking back, I'm like, damn, I've been interested in music my whole life. I yes. should have just been like, at 18, out the door. I should have just gave it my 100. Mm-hmm. Um, but hindsight's always 2020.
0: 20. Yeah. But I don't know. It's really, I. It's funny because do people think of you as like an artist or like when they look at you or like, oh, this guy must be an artist. Do you think there's a? Do you think what do you think is like describes an artist? Like if you if you could like if see someone walking down the street and be like, oh, that's an like artist. Physically? Yeah.
1: Um. I don't know why immediately I picture tight black jeans with a leather jacket and a beanie yeah Like, but that's just the Seattle grunge for, that's like for, a hipster you know I mean? type yeah. yeah but I don't know man cause like you know Kid Mm. he's a rapper that just came out of Australia oh when I first shit. saw him he's in a Lyrical Lemonade video with Lil Tecca okay, okay. Um, Diva is the name of the song when I first saw him I'm like this kid looks kind of like a young hillbilly. <laughs> like, he's really rapping on this stuff, singing, sounding really like Post Malone style, yeah. like very melodic and like Juice World. And I was like, dang. So like, I don't know if I can answer that. I don't know if there's like one right. set look. I know I, I definitely wouldn't pinpoint my, if I was looking at myself from somebody else's eyes, I wouldn't be like, that cat's a producer. Right. You know, I'd be like, another dude.
0: That's kind of cool though. I think, I think people need to realize that like artists are just people too. Yeah. Dude, I've been, like, I've always been into podcasts, but um. And I've always been, like, really tunnel-visioned on who I'd listen to. So I would just listen to, like, Joe Rogan in The Breakfast Club. He's great. Yeah, Joe Rogan. <laughs> I, I literally stay up to date with every single episode that's posted. So I'm still get tunnel-visioned on him. But <laughs> I didn't realize Conan O'Brien had a podcast also. Oh, shit. And I was like, okay, this is probably going to be, like, the funniest shit ever. Super unfiltered. And then, yeah, and then I listened to it, and, like, he has all these amazing guests, and, yeah, there's, like, a little comedy to it. But he's like talking about like how he's depressed and shit like that, oh, and like man. how like he's like how he, like I was listening to this the one t- today with um Jesse Eisenberg is it Eisenberg or Eisenberg like the from Facebook movie the yeah I, I think he's in Facebook and um Zombieland and
1: okay yeah I that think guy. it is Eisenberg Eisenberg I think so.
0: either one <laughs> and they're like they're like oh yeah dude you have anxiety I have anxiety too <laughs> shit like that and I'm like yeah see even if you're famous and have all the money in the world you're still like have feelings yeah. you know it's not like but I don't know I think it's weird that people get put on a platform but at the end of the day I think that's what every artist kind of most artists in a way kind of want that to yeah. like, be an inspiration
1: do you want to be an inspiration I do because the town that I'm from you know I feel like everybody says this but the town I'm from only has like a thousand people Actually, oh, wait, really? Yeah. And so, like, <laughs> it's really small. Like, there's yeah. one store, and then it's 14 miles, and then it's another store. Oh, and so, sh- like, there's nobody. Like, when you think of Maine, mm-hmm. like, who do you think of? No one. Like, for real. You man. know what I'm saying? So, like, <laughs> I'm trying to be that. Like, and I don't say I want to be a staple for Maine or represent Maine, but, like, aside, so Stephen King, he's from Maine. Oh, really? Yeah. And um, uh, Anna Kendrick. Okay. She's from Maine. Uh, Patrick Dempsey. Okay. He's from Maine. So, yeah, like, there are people. people, but um, they're far and few in between, you know what I yeah. mean? And so, like, I would, like... And there's nobody really big from the music genre, you know? Mm-hmm. There's this one guy, Jeremy Green, who, like, had a song with Pitbull, and...
2: Mm-hmm. Pitbull. That, yeah, and
1: it got, you know, a couple hundred thousand views yeah. in 2005. 2005. And, um, but he's really successful in other categories, but, like, there's nobody from music, or from Maine, rather, that does music, and so mm-hmm. my ultimate dream is to, like, do soundtracks for, like, movies and TV shows and scores, and, like, and I want to be, like... I want to be, like, the next Seinfeld guy who comes yes. up with that ditty right there. Like, everybody knows, you know? Yeah. That's really what I want to do. Because that's when people hear my beats, if it's not easy to rap to or sing to, the like, the common denominator is always like, man, I could picture, like, opening credits for a film with yeah. this playing. Or, like, man, I could picture, like, a car exploding and people walking away in slow motion with yeah. this playing. I'm like, okay, so, like, there's a common theme to these things that I'm making. So yeah. that's, like, my ultimate goal is to do that with music.
0: You know Pusha T made the McDonald's, um... Theme song, ba Yeah, he
1: that's made the, that's I think I saw the that on the Instagram quote one yeah. day. I think maybe Gary V might have shared that or oh, something.
0: <laughs> yeah, but like that's it. I think that's cool. And you're the second person who said like they're into like movie soundtrack type things. Because yeah. I have people like like I said like I'm all about like connecting not just Seattle but people who are coming to tour in Seattle because like, I want Seattle to be like a music media hotspot, entertainment hotspot. Like also like what I do like I look up, like, who's coming to Seattle, and there's freaking, like, Chris Redd, who's part of the SNL oh, yeah. cast, he's, like, the only one of the only black guys on it, <laughs> he's, like, coming to Seattle to, like, stand-up, like, there's so many people that, like, come to Seattle and no one even, like, realizes it, no. unless they're, like, huge fans.
1: That goes back to what you said, because it's not Drake, or it's not, yeah. you know, so-and-so, who's, like, so easy to remember, right?
0: Right. Yeah. But, yeah, the, he, what was I saying? I was saying the soundtrack, like, uh, connecting people. Yeah. So, like, I know people who are, like, into, like, making films and stuff, and they need people for, like, soundtracks and shit like that. So, like, that's where I'm, like, okay, I can give this connection to this person, people yeah. like that. And, they, I don't you don't see that enough in Seattle right now. People try to hold on to, like, their secrets. And, but yeah. they don't really have – if they have the secrets, they'd be blowing up, but they're not really. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, so it's, like, what do you – like, yeah. what's what's the line you're drawing? Why yeah. are we drawing this line? How, this
0: how do you even make – a beat. I have no idea, like, how to even start
1: with so any of that. So, it's, it all depends on what's happening, right? So, like, sometimes I might get some homies who sent me a bunch of melodies that they made, mm-hmm. and I might already have some drums that I know will go with it, like, some loops that I've made. But most of the time, like, what it comes down to is either opening up the DAW and just, like, listening through a bunch of instruments, um, and then matching how I feel or the energy that whoever I'm working with brought into it. So I might just, like, if I know this artist sounds good over some, like, horns, you know, I'm going to bring in some saxophone and some trumpets and we're going to try to create some sort of dope melody and then build off of that. Or if it's like we're not having any creative juices flowing, I'll go on Splice and I'll just listen through some melodies that I know the uh, artists will be good in this key because they've made songs in this key before. And then once I find a melody, it's over. Mm -hmm. It's game over. I just build drums around it and it's a hit. Yes. Yeah. And that's where the
0: best artists come from, artists that are also producers, Mm. like Travis Scott, dude. Yep. He was a producer first and now he's insane. Like, Dude,
1: he's an inspiration for so many reasons.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially his braids. Like, anytime if I get braids or something, like, my white friends would be like, oh, you're trying to be Travis Scott. I'm like, there's other people yeah. who have braids. He you didn't know?
1: invent this hairstyle. Yeah, or Ace of Rocky. Yeah. You know? Exactly. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. No, I like Travis Scott because he's humble as fuck. And, like, when I listen to his interviews, like, he really speaks the truth. Like, he was <laughs> like, yeah. I remember being in the studio with a blanket over my head because we didn't have no pop filters or anything. We didn't yeah. have sound undoli- like sound isolation. And I'm like, man, that's that's how I feel. Like I don't give a shit what it looks like yeah. if it sounds good. Yes. That's what people want to know.
0: That's right. I'm, I'm so picky on sound and everything. Yeah. Like even this like whatever that little buzzing is, it's like very slight. Even that's like
1: Oh, is it the light? I think so.
0: I don't know. <laughs> see like stuff like that. Like I'm like, shit, I can hear that. Yeah. But I think producers need a lot more credit than what they're given and there's like i don't know how like that's i want to get more into like every type of scene in like seattle whether it's art visuals producing film all that stuff i'm Mm -hmm. all into that type of stuff but i don't really hear anyone being like oh yeah this is the producer that everyone's going to in seattle you know why do you think that is why do you think it's easy it's still harder to have a name in seattle right now but it's definitely changing over time but like People are first to say, oh, here are the top Seattle artists, but they're not like, here's the top Seattle producers.
1: That's true. That's a good question. That's a question I probably should have been asking myself a long time ago. <laughs> that's introspective <laughs> for me. Um, so, damn, I don't really know. Huh. I know Royce. He's pretty fire, and I, but that's because he came up with Mosey. You know what I mean? He was the right. one that was making the beats for Mosey, so that's mostly where his name came from. Right. Um, but I don't know. You know what I mean? Um I had the pleasure of meeting DJ Toomp. You know DJ Toomp? Mm-mm. So he, um, he is a multi-Grammy winning producer. He produced, like, TI's first couple albums. Oh, he produced okay. a lot of Kanye stuff, um, Rick Ross. Like, he's yeah. all over the place. And so he came to Seattle a couple months ago, and I had the pleasure of meeting him and, oh, like, shit. talking to him and stuff. And, like, his whole vision for Seattle was to, like, kind of what like you were trying to do, like, really bring... More energy and more love to Seattle, and so the sh- the spotlight will be quick to follow, right? Because yeah. there's enough talent here, and so he he probably noticed the same thing. Like, there's just not like one, two, six, five, you know, ten yeah. specific producers that are popping off in Seattle. Yeah, I think that is because a is so easy to just get a free version of a DAW and just like <laughs> yeah. get two loops from. A free, you know... YouTube-type beat, even? (laughs) Yeah, exactly, and then boom. You know what I mean? You don't even need a producer. You just just stole that bit, and Mm -hmm. you don't got to worry about it. And, like, there's so many people who are making music and so few who are making Famous that, like... Mm. Most of these YouTube producers aren't even tripping over people stealing their beats because unless it pops yeah. off, and if it does, then they gotta—they're they, already paid. Yeah, they stole their beat; they're already paid. You so, got like, that lawsuit exactly? Like, like I got the <laughs> I got the retainer on the lawyer for you fools. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my god! Um, so that's probably the main reason. Like it's just so easy to just find beats elsewhere. You don't need to have like one cat, like Boy Wonder or DJ Mustard, who just like is the guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. For sure. But
0: what do you do? You think it's important to have because some producers don't have it but the you know like the tagline people yeah. have do you think that's important
1: I think it is now um, that actually brings me back to something I remember talking I was hearing uh, an interview with Mike Jones you remember Mike, Mike Jones? Jones who you know how he does that <laughs> yeah he does that because his grandmother always told him like listen say your name Always say your name. Let people know who it is on the microphone. Yeah. Let people. Know. That's why he was always just like, Mike Jones, who? And like, <laughs> when you hear Mike Jones, like high key, no one's ever going to forget who Mike Jones is because of that reason. And so I think the producer <laughs> tag is very important because right. A, producers don't get a lot of credit, like you said, mm-hmm. and B, if you are going to be relevant, uh, or relevant rather, um, it's important that at the beginning of the song or at the end of the song, like they hear that, you know, Jessin made another one. Yeah. <laughs> and like, as a producer, like that's your brand, Right. that's really what you have to build off. is like your mm-hmm. image, but like your image is more vocal than it is physical. Right. I mean, uh, visual, you know what I mean? Like that that is your image, just whatever your, your tag is. And yeah. And I've heard people like Cato talk about like sometimes a producer will send me a beat and in, in the first five seconds that voice tag is so like fucking annoying. Oh, I don't God. even want to hear the rest yeah, of the beat. Exactly. And so like just have a good one or don't have one at all. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what I would say. I
0: don't like the cash when your records went. Cash money AP. I don't like this shit. <laughs> <laughs> that bothers me for some reason. But
1: <laughs> it's better than, holy shit, where'd you find this? Oh,
2: yeah!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember hearing that, uh, then, like people's mixtapes and being like, oh, no. Yes. You, you should have bought a Pete.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> Do you think each, because you're from the East Coast, and now this is, we're, aren't we like, we're the Northwest, right? That's what we're called? Yeah.
1: The PNW.
0: PNW. Do you think there's a different type of beat made in the East Coast versus the Pacific Northwest? Oh yeah, hundred well, percent. How would you describe that?
1: The Bay Area influence comes all the way up to Canada, mm-hmm. and so like a lot of people want that, bow, 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 bow. like that that real like swing East yeah. Coast Bay Area type like E forty E forty. Tell me when to get. Yeah. And so like they want that hyphy type shit, and on the East Coast everybody's like give me that yeah like. More just like kind of like gritty fifty cent like mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah just the like fifty cents the New best York. New York influence right there yeah or recipes pop smoke he's a really yeah. great influence too or Cardi B Cardi B I'm just <laughs> no she's actually pretty fire you know yeah. what I mean like this like <laughs> obviously her image is way bigger because of her personality yeah but like if if you just like tunnel vision on her music like she's got bars like yeah. if she's really writing all of her own music bro. Yeah. She's good.
0: I choose her over Nicki Minaj. All day. 100%.
1: All day. I like Nicki Minaj and her, like, earlier, pre-album. Yeah. Pre-album Nicki. Like, just when she was doing All Young Money and there was no yeah. exclusive Barbie. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, she was like,
0: kind of weird now.
1: She's a real little Kim for me. Yeah. Real little Kim. Man.
0: And then she's married to that. Is she married to or engaged to, like, this the, ex-felon guy yeah. who, like, murdered
1: people? Yeah. and it's, yeah, it's the, Not the felon part as bad. It's like, what did he do to be yeah. the felon?
0: <laughs> and then, like, oh, my God. And her brother just went to jail for like raping her niece or some shit like that. Yeah.
1: Oh, do you think that anybody would have heard about that if they weren't famous? Would that be a thing? Like how many people does that happen to, unfortunately? Yeah.
0: I think it's because, I think the fame, the light is really important. Because I was talking to my family the other day about like how Seattle's picky about what they put on the news too. Like there can be like crazy shootings or something in Tacoma, Kent, anywhere like that. If it's not piquing, like, Seattle's news outlet's interest or something, they're not going to post it.
1: No. It's so crazy you say that because in Maine, like, the crimes are so, it's all drug-related. Like, there's nothing, I hate to use the word interesting, right? Because, like, (laughs) you don't want anything bad to happen to be in the news. But, like, nothing, for lack of better terms, interesting really happens like that. And, like, out here, there is so much that happens. Like, so much really terrible shit fucking goes on and... I was a. I used to be the assistant manager of a Planet Fitness in Des Moines. Oh shit! Right on yeah. Pack Highway, yeah. super fucking sus area. Yeah. And somebody got murdered, like right outside of the front door, right after we closed on uh, Sunday. Yeah. You know, it was like, I don't remember what time. It was like 11 o'clock, something like that. And then, like five minutes later, somebody got shot and killed right there. And they're like. <gasps> we had to go to work at three in the morning mm-hmm. to deal with the cadaver and the police and like <laughs> all this stuff. And it's like, Oh my fucking God. And you didn't hear anything about it in the news. Yeah. It's like, wow, this man really died. And yeah, they didn't even like, know there's no nothing in the newspaper, nothing yeah. in the TV. Like how does his family know? Like,
0: That's so freaking weird. Yeah. And I just like, I was ta- like, another thing we were talking about the other day was like, if you look it up, 50% of the world's serial killers Come from Seattle. Fifty percent of the world's the, Seattle the world's area. not the country. This I didn't hear world's. that the first time. Look that time. shit up right now. <laughs> oh, Google it. Fifty percent <laughs> of the world's serial killers come from the Seattle area.
1: Damn. Like,
0: <laughs> it's insane. there's insane. Eight
1: billion people rounding up, maybe even more than that now. I don't know what the last census yeah. was done, but <laughs> damn. Fifty percent. I need. Yeah, we need to fact check. That, no, that's I'm crazy.
0: Look at him. You know, you oh. look like look like Drake and Josh, com- like Jake combined. Yeah, combined. I Josh? see that. Josh. Drake and Drake and Josh. There you go. Like <laughs> <laughs> all three of those guys. You know who's coming to town? Drake, yeah. the Drake. actual Drake, Drake Bell, because he's. I guess like he supposedly like hated. Like everyone hates him for some reason.
1: Yeah, I just... He, actually, he was on TMZ the other day for something But But
0: um, Josh, he turned his life around, dude. He used to be chubby, now he's, like, all fit. Like, yeah, very Jonah Hill of him. Yeah. <laughs> but Drake, I guess he's trying to go on tour right now. For comedy? For, for like, music. I guess he makes music. Oh. So I, I reached out, but I haven't heard anything back. But I think that'd be so funny to, like talk to Drake Bell about his music
1: career yeah cause like I knew he played guitar on the TV show yeah. but I don't think you can I don't think you can do that I don't think you can just like jump off a cliff that is yeah, your um your career you didn't find it? Mm-mm. what did you type in? literally typed in world serial killer statistics
0: I, I saw it yesterday literally
1: I would just throw the word Seattle into the yeah. Google search And I think it'll like put the pieces together for you We,
0: we need like a Jamie Like on Joe Rogan Dude, yeah. That guy is insane
1: <laughs> always, always there for the facts
0: Ooh, you got tattoos on your neck what are those for
1: oh yeah okay so actually these 100% Chris Brown inspired he's oh, yeah. seen them too he knows they exist he really? knows that I have these tattoos because of him yeah No. Way. so my cousin back home in Maine does um, cover art for all kinds of artists all over the world yeah. and he's been in Chris Brown's DMs recently like trying to get some work from him and he's yeah. like yo I really like your art like I want to use some of it and then I was like bro I was like just tell him i i got these tattoos because of them oh, and so he's like okay and so i sent him the dm yep. and he sent me a screenshot of it and chris brown just like came back with a bunch of like flex emojis i was like oh that's tight oh, shit. third degree of separation he knows i got his tattoo yeah. but yeah it was straight up because i thought that he had it and it was like it was so dope and i was mm-hmm. like you know what Let's to be my second tattoo right there
0: that's insane you yeah, found it's it? true yep yeah, it's true the Sierra- seattle area yeah 50% of the world's... Wow,
1: bro, you are not gassing. That's wild. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I can't believe well, that. I, I mean, I have to believe it because it's that's that's facts.
0: Yeah, that's all I was like. So I was like, I need a new mic cord. And then, so I went on Craigslist and it's <laughs> like one for five dun, bucks. Dun, dun, And I was like, there's no way that this is going to be real, but I need <laughs> one last second. So I pull into this parking lot and I was like, oh God, this whoever this guy is, is going to come with a gas mask. And oh just my gosh. <laughs> put me in my truck and drive away or some shit. And it turns out to be this... <laughs> Goofy ass Indian guy. I was like, he's like, "Hello, buddy." I was like, oh. "I was like, oh my god, thank God."
1: Here's your five bucks. Yeah, five thank
0: bucks for like a ten foot cord or something like
1: no, that. No, that's a steal. Yeah, that's a win. So, Which, but, and you also didn't die, so that's yeah, also a win. That's
0: another win. So, do you think neck tattoos count close to like face tattoos, or are they in a total different realm?
1: I think they're in a different realm. I feel like if they creep up to your like jawline, chin, yeah. and it's like, I don't know. I'm just gonna like call it at face value. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that uh, yeah, anything below your jawline is like it, don't, mm-hmm. it doesn't really count because I don't feel like like if I put on a button up or something, like, yeah. you really don't know it's there unless oh, I'm yeah. like trying to like show you, show you. You know what yeah. I mean? And so like, nah, I think it's totally different. Yeah.
0: Do you think it's a branding thing too? Like, do you want people to be like, oh, that's the guy with the three stars on his
1: neck or whatever? um i have been known as three stars oh, to some shit. people but like i wouldn't Uber, say that it's like or... <laughs> no, that's what people say they're like oh you can get five and i'm like okay funny joke um but it actually <laughs> come to have adopted a meaning because so many people ask me what does it mean what yeah. does it mean and i was like oh i guess it's got to mean something if so oh, many people shit. ask me and so yeah. i was like all right i guess there's three other people in my immediate family my mom my dad and my sister so we'll say that they're the other stars and i'm oh, the okay. you know i'm the biggest star yeah and so like Little egocentric, but yeah, no, I like it. It's kind See, of like, meaning now.
0: I think tattoos are really important to like. I kind of hate when it like when I find someone like I only have like two right now, so it's not like a big deal. But like, if I ever found another person with like a Mickey Mouse tattoo on their fore, like this is your forearm, right?
1: Uh, bicep. bicep my bad. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. I'm... <laughs> I stopped about it for a second, too. I was like, oh, but I don't want to say the wrong But
0: way. I, I, I think. That would just crush my dreams if I found someone else to have the exact same tattoo in the exact same spot. Yeah. Because I think tattoos are a way to, like, make yourself unique, you know?
1: That's the idea behind it, yeah. I guess you want to be individualistic. But then there's, like, there's tribes where everybody has the same facial tattoo because it all means the same thing. Or, like, you know what I mean? You might be a specific type of that person in your community, so everybody has that type of tattoo. So, like, I guess... Yeah, for you, yeah, I would probably because that's a very specific yeah. tattoo. You know what I mean? I'd be like, wait a minute, you fucking got that because of me. Yeah, no way you did. <laughs> you saw that picture in the tattoo shop and like yeah. you were like, give me that one.
0: Did that hurt though on your neck?
1: It's no, like... actually, because there's not a whole. I mean, there's a little bit of muscle there. Yeah, um, but at the time I was just like, we had a tattoo party actually. There was this really dope artist we found online like a bunch of people came over and it was like 15 people on a house and he took a bus from Massachusetts up to Maine and just stayed at the house for the weekend. Damn. And so like, we were all just like drinking and smoking and I was just like at the kitchen table, just like smoking a joint and relaxed while he was doing the tattoo. And, um, no there's not too many ner- there's not like nerve endings or like yeah. too much muscle for it to really like cause any sensations i have one on my forearm it was this Ooh, one that
0: must have fucking
1: hurt this one hurt when he That's... started getting close to the wrist and yeah. like it was hitting nerves so my fingers were like uncontroll- <laughs> <Spider-Man> Yeah, literally <laughs> uncontrollably the in the spider-man <laughs> thing and so like that was uncomfortable but i guess yeah. like <laughs> and the, you know what really sucks the lines i felt like do you have shading and color in yours yeah okay so like the coloring actually feels better yeah Oh, that's dope. I,
0: yeah, this one is scarred weird. So, like, the lady that did it, like, she did a shit job, so I went in for a second time, and then it scarred weird, like, right here. Oh, so. yeah, right with it Yeah, the, the, so I need torso. to I need to redo it again. So
1: yeah. for a third time. Triple threat. Third time's the term. Um, the shading feels better than the black lines, like yeah. the outline, because, like, you have seven needles, and it's just kind of like, I hate to use the word massage, because it definitely still no, hurts a little bit. No, I fell asleep during like, this. Yeah.
0: I literally it because it doesn't, after a while, you get used to
1: them. It can be cathartic, yeah. yeah. It just is like... It, it's just, like, a cool humming noise at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But I think... I, I I agree with everyone who says Post Malone's gone too far with his tattoos. What's he doing, bro? He was like... Dude. And he has, like, a fucking... Just a buzz... His newest tattoo is, like, a buzz saw on his, <laughs> like, cheek or some shit. Like, a bloody buzzsaw. I'm like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean?
1: Ultimately, if you can do whatever you want, why not do yeah. it, I guess? But, like, yeah. Not for me. I Like, yeah. there's no amount of success or fame that's gonna, like, drive mm-hmm. me to want to do that. Do you so.
0: think he's being himself, or do you think the... Fame and, like, being in the spotlight is, like, overcome him.
1: You know, bro, I'd have to smoke a joint with him before he was famous and smoke a joint with him now to really, like, get a good answer (laughs) on that. But, like, from what I see, he's just, like, always been, like, low-key, let's just party and have a good time and fucking make some tunes and fucking smoke some cigarettes and drink Mm -hmm. some Bud Light, dude. And, like, I think he's still that person. He's just, like, maybe he always wanted those dope-faced hats, and now he's just, like, now I can fucking do it, and I don't have to worry about not accepting my resume because of my face stats that's just that must be the
0: hardest thing if you like you have you have all the fame and like you turn out to be like a maybe he's happy where he is now but like turn out to be like a villain vanilla ice type guy where like during all those like rerun shows like the Amish show or whatever fucking show he's doing (laughs) like what if you get all those tattoos and stuff and then you end up like just blowing all your money and shit and you're just shit
1: like that I guess it would be dope you know the worst case scenario to see how on like Celebrity Rehab. Oh shit. You know what I mean? Like, or,
0: or what's that one thing called that all those like r and artists and people go like, loving hip hop.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> I could see, I could see him on that. Or like Celebrity Dads when yes. his daughter's like 16 or something oh, and he's just got God. all these face ties and shit. <laughs> so what makes? Oh, you... also MTV don't steal that idea. Oh, celebrity, parents celebrity Parents. Coining it.
0: Oh shit. Yep. You know who does, you know, so do you, have, have you ever listened to like 92.5 or? Mm-hmm, absolutely. So Jubal, he has, um, I don't know if he's the first person to do it, but like he's the first person that caught my eye. He made a podcast also called the pot So it gets high with all his guests and like, it's a huge thing. Right. Hey. And like, like Joe Rogan smokes too, but he, he literally is like the podcast person and like everyone just smokes on his podcast and gets destroyed. Hey. So I think, th- think that stuff like that's pretty cool.
1: It uh, is because like who wouldn't want to listen to yes. that or who wouldn't want to watch that on YouTube? Right. You know what I mean? It's like, you always see like grandma's getting high for the first time oh, or like cops smoking weed for the first time. Like <laughs> that shit draws you in. You want to know what, it, especially cause like it's so taboo for so many people yeah. that don't want to smoke weed. Cause they're afraid they're going to go out and murder somebody because of a movie they saw in the thirties. Yes.
0: So. <laughs> I think little Wayne's like my favorite artist. And like the fact that he made that like miss officer song, I yeah. was like fucking Life changing.
1: Seriously. Because like, he's he, like, breaking
0: those barriers
1: down. He calmed everybody down. It's like, okay, you know what I mean? She's not, a, she's not, I mean, I hate to say it, like, the way he put it is, like, she's not a threat. I want to try and hook up with her. Yeah. But, uh, but also, if you look at it, it's from, like, you know, she's just like, she's a boss and, like, she does, yeah. she does what she wants. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, what made you decide that hip hop and, like, rap is, like, the category you wanted to focus in and, like, you inspired you to listen to and all that type of stuff?
1: Um, it was a lot of a lot of Michael Jackson, honestly. Oh, yeah. Like I fuck with him heavy. He's probably my he favorite fucked, artist.
0: He fucked him heavy.
1: Yeah, I fucked him heavy. Oh man! No,
0: you went to Neverland, Neverland Ranch. That's right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so his music is really good. Like, yeah. really good. And uh, he really inspired me to like want to start singing like that. And like mm-hmm. so, then I just naturally started finding other artists who made music like him. Yeah. And the first album i actually ever had was a master p album oh shit. it was a cd okay. i got from a yard yeah. sale i don't think my parents knew i bought it for like 50 <laughs> cents oh shit and i was like listening to it and i was like man this is like it's so easy to just vibe with it because like the beats are just like so it's, yeah. it's a simple loop with some like dope pianos or some dope mm. keys or some dope whatever and i don't know i just fell in love with it It was just like so so easy to just fall in love with this like and it's creative, you know what I mean? Like when you hear a country music, like you're pretty much getting the same eight chords, yeah, just in different um, progressions, yeah. and you pretty much can anticipate the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with pop music, you know what I mean? You can pretty much oh, anticipate God. it's gonna be about a club or about dancing yeah. or something like fun related. <laughs> and with rap, like you can, you don't know if he's gonna just jump into like how he's feeling depressed, or you don't know if mm-hmm. he's gonna jump into like how it's like you know it's crazy turn up night, or yeah. like maybe he's <laughs> just like rapping because he feels like rapping you know what i mean like casey and the sunshine band they just be (laughs) be rapping because they just want to be talking yeah but it came out dope yeah so that's really what it was for me it's just Mm -hmm. like i could do whatever i want and like it could for the most part if it's on beat it's gonna be accepted yeah
0: do you listen do you like older rap or newer rap more
1: um all of it yeah yeah i don't have a specific preference i really like I often think to myself, would Tupac be so timeless if he wasn't as big as he was? If That's was right, yeah. I was hit.
0: talking to someone about that. Like, like way,
1: yeah. There's so many artists that came from his era that were really fucking dope. And yeah. like, did he stick out the most because he got killed? I think a lot, yeah. But is his music also still really respectable and like good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he was talking about shit that nobody else was talking about. Yeah. So in that respect, I like older hip hop because I honestly feel like it was more about respecting women than it is now. Yeah. <laughs> um, which seems so fucking wild. Yeah. Um. But then again, there's also a different perspective for people because women have so much more empowerment in music and mm-hmm. like the way that they speak about their bodies and stuff, and it's more accepted, which it should be. Yeah, you know what I mean. We talk about fucking bitches; they should be able to talk about doing whatever they want with their pussies and It's so ass. weird though you know when I mean? the girls
0: like, talk about that in songs. It's <laughs> weird because we're not used to it. <laughs> I don't like... know, man. It makes me uncomfortable. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I dig it. I
1: dig it. But um, but yeah, I think that's that's a big part of it too.
0: Yeah. And another thing is, like, in, like, the 90s and 80s, there was only, like, 20, 30 rappers. Yeah. And now there's thousands of I, rappers, which is, uh, when it comes, to, like, the death count also, like, that's why you hear more rappers dying in the news now versus yep. yeah, Biggie or Tupac, because those were the only guys really dying. That's true. Because <laughs> they're the only ones. That's true. But, like, did you hear about, I didn't even listen to his music, but did you, listen, did you hear about Pop Smoke? Yeah. Dude, like, shit like that. And that just, like, is common now, basically, for rappers. Yeah. like...
1: I can't even imagine. I can't (laughs) imagine something like that.
0: He had the roughest 2020. He got arrested for driving, like, a stolen Rolls Royce across the border in January. And in February, he's dead. So, (laughs) two months into
1: 2020, and it's just over. They must have came back for their Rolls Royce. That's what happened. Yeah. (laughs) No, I actually saw some surveillance footage. And I'm pretty sure he was on Instagram Live, and he, like, like, was... Going from one place to another in, in the passing, it went past like one of his tags or a, a tag on one of his bags that had his address on it. Uh. That's what that's what I heard and like somebody like screenshotted it and was like, yo, this is where this fool lives. We're about to rob him. Oh, sh- but I also heard that he wasn't shot at home.
2: I don't even know. Like he
1: know. got broke into and he got murdered, but they're not synonymous. Like they happen at different times. Huh. I don't know. That's but, just weird. But no, I wasn't too up in on his music. I'm not gonna front and say I was either. like a big fan or anything like that. But like
0: <laughs> my biggest idol, that's the same thing with me. Like <laughs> little peep, I had no idea who the heck that no. guy was until he died. Did you? <laughs> no, see, there's a
1: lot of artists that sound like him too. You yeah. know what I mean? Like
0: a lot of girls knew who he was Hella. That's the thing too. I think a lot of, there's like there's like a wave of rappers that are dedicated just to girls to listen to in a way. Yeah,
1: I mean if that's your target, you know what I mean? You know who yeah. Nanks is? No, who's that? Nanks. So he's like yeah, he's got this huge following on instagram but it's like it's only because he just like smiles a little bit and sings into the camera and like and like when you listen to his music it's it's like it's clear that he's not using like a1 studios but he's Mm. getting lots of money and lots of plays Mm. and like you can tell he's just catering to like the people that find him cute you know exactly like
0: (laughs) tiktok is so fucking weird dude
1: dude i'm mad at tiktok god fucking pissed bro they deleted my account i had twenty two thousand followers wait
0: why did they delete your tiktok yeah
1: so after oh, shit. after a month of really grinding you know, listening to Gary V like put it in work put it in yes. work three times a day I'm like bro I'm fucking doing it three times a day you know what I mean I'm 30 years old I'm trying to become an artist yes. I need to get a platform where I'm like winning <laughs> you know what I mean TikTok's my shit I can come up with original content not a problem yeah. so um, one video not so good two videos not so good third video 1.7 million views I'm like, what Okay. The fuck? found out how to be creative next video 100,000 views next video 100,000 views before I know it 10,000 followers, 15,000 dollars, 20,000 oh, dollars, 23,000 followers, I go into a weed store, okay? God. There's a there's this little um, trending clip going around of Cheech and Chong. It's like, I'm in love with marijuana. It <laughs> makes me feel just like an iguana. Like, just saying weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> I am the cannabis man. And so <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm in a weed store. Let me just try and get a little piece of content. Yeah. So there's just like you know they have the weed in this display. Are you twenty one?
0: No, but I've been. Oh yeah, you just got okay, yeah. that stuff though.
1: Um so um they just have display cases of yeah. all the stuff that you can buy. And it's just like they have the labels facing backwards so you can mm-hmm. see into the jars, like and all the weed is like the most beautiful stuff, the yeah. most beautiful flowers are displayed. And so I'm like, Okay, let me just zoom in slowly on this one, zoom in slowly on this one. And that's all I did. I wasn't smoking, wasn't touching it. Yeah. Like very low key. And they banned me. And I'm like, oh, so I appealed it. Hey, I never did anything wrong on this app. This is my first time, like, having any issues. Please, can you reverse this? We'll get back to you in three to five minutes and bro, they still didn't fucking call me. This has been, like, six months ago, bro. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I had to make a new one. I'm at 5,000 followers almost now, so luckily I'm building back up. But, bro, I'm pissed. (laughs) I worked so hard for those 23,000 followers. And, like, Um, times change. You know what I mean? So, like, the stuff that I was doing was, like, I tried reposting a bunch of my most popular videos. 100 views oh, 20 views shit. i'm like this is not the 1.7 million yeah. i grinded for yeah <laughs> so yeah what you try to tripping.
0: what do you try to do in your videos like is it like story type things or like just singing into a camera or like? uh,
1: all kinds of stuff you know i mean it's random stuff strikes you you might see like uh, you might see a bum peeing on the corner and yeah. like there's this clip that you know is trending so boom you bust it out and you record it and oh, put it to that clip
2: huh.
1: um most recently i've been trying to use my songs. Yeah. In my videos to try to gain some traction Because TikTok plays are where it's at You'll be getting hell of royalties from TikTok So really? I'm trying to like start this viral dance trend I've actually been reaching out to some big influencers Yeah. To this My first single is called Contraband And it's like yeah. a hell of a club banger And uh, I'm just trying to get people to do dance yeah. trends to it So I'm just like making those key moves now So that by the time summer rolls around like it's already got a little bit of a following, yeah. so yeah, that's my plan for that.
0: You just gotta start doing because, like, I think it's too late now. But like, when when season two of You just came out, when that was out, like everyone was doing like those You videos. Yeah, I missed so that. So you should have done that. Nobody dude. really told me
1: I looked like him until after it was already like... I'm like, oh man,
0: just try to play that off, or like just wear a baseball cap in a video. And Seriously, be like,
1: <laughs> rest in peace, Guinevere though. <laughs> yes, she's dude. the true OG. <laughs> Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched. Okay. I
0: watched You when it first. So. I like did all the research on it too. Like when I was watching it, no one else even knew what it was. So basically, like it was, it was uh, HBO original, but HBO dropped it because it wasn't getting enough attention. So Netflix Aww. picked it up. I was like, oh shit, what is this? I saw like you know how Netflix like shows you the trailer when you're scro- like scrolling through. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, this catch- catched my eye. So I watched the whole trailer, then I watched the whole show, binged it in like three days, yep. and that was like the first show I ever binged.
2: Oh snap. And this was
0: like <laughs> almost two years ago. Okay, and I was so like okay.
1: really when it first came yeah.
0: out, Yeah, I was like, okay. And then the second season came in, I was like, okay, I watched it. I was like, I heard a few people talking about it, and by the time I finished it, because I binged it again, so I, I finished it like the day after it came out, yeah. and then like after, like the week after it came out, everyone was like posting about it, I was like, what the fuck, this is going to turn into Stranger Things, because that's what I did with <laughs> Stranger I like I watched Stranger Things before it was popular too, and now I just can't watch it, because like when things get too catchy, or like too many people know about something it kind of like loses my interest no yeah. so i haven't watched any more stranger things if they come out with another season of you it's probably going to be like i don't I hope it doesn't turn into like a star wars movie where it's just like all fan-based you know
1: the, you know that's how i felt about the second season really like the ending like when he got on yeah. a uh, spoiler alert <laughs> so <laughs> at the ending when he got married or like not married but like yeah. moved in with her and they have a kid and stuff and then it's just like okay but what now yeah. Like, is it just going to be redundant where he kills his wife and baby and then finds another woman and then kills yeah. her? And then, like, is it just going to be the same, like, drawn-out thing? Because, yeah. like, the first season was like, oh, damn. Like, yeah, Joe, I mean, you're really right. finding yourself in a predicament. You know what I mean? And then the second season starts to, like, unveil itself. And you're like, okay. Yeah. Okay, it's really getting interesting now. He's a fake person. Yes. He's got, like, numerous homicides. <laughs> yes. Okay. You know, you're starting to root for him even though he's a murderer. Yeah. And it's just, like... Where are they going to go with it now? Yeah, exactly. I want it to keep going for a thousand seasons because that shit's catchy, but it's, I'm just like, I'm so worried it's going to, yeah. they're going to ruin it.
0: I, that's why I don't like, I think like New York radio and Atlanta does a good job, but like Seattle radio for the most part, their song selection sucks. It's just think so? way too
1: repetitive. Is that for your personal taste or do you feel like that's just for like, all in those, general?
0: I think all in general, like especially 92.5, like working there, they're, they um only play the top, 40, not even the top 100, the top 40. Oh, yeah. So, so like, if I, tr- like, that's one, another reason <laughs> I started my podcast, because I was like, okay, I'm at the station, maybe I can help get local artists some airtime and shit, and they didn't want to do that, because they're folks on the top 40. Oh. It's like, what the fuck? So, at least I can bring people in and interview them at the station yeah, and stuff like that. like the
1: come-up cube.
0: Yeah. Which was, even that's a little small, though, you know, like, it's not, I just, that's what I want to do with my platform, like, make it so it's not even, like is he really hoping Seattle is it going to be okay he's definitely hoping Seattle like you can walk into the that's my goal is like have like a full-on building where like there's maybe like multiple floors with different podcasts going on and shit like that. Yeah. And people are like, yeah, this is the building where like you can go in and like get your voice heard, you know? Yeah. Because we don't really have that. That's right powerful.
1: Now. That's not <laughs> powerful. This is where you go to get your voice heard.
0: Yes. Exactly. Damn. Like this. This studio itself is like really dope. Like the Very light up words and all that stuff. It's it's an art gallery. It's a studio. It's an event gathering place. Like yeah. Stuff like this, and this is even this is big for me, but like this is still like on a small scale, you know? So mm-hmm. like. I think seattle can really grow more
1: you know i would agree that 100 percent there's way more room for growth than yeah. what is currently taking place
0: what do you like about seattle and what do you not really like about seattle
1: um pff, at the risk of sounding hella cheesy bro i really haven't found anything i dislike yeah. about seattle um i've heard a lot of people say that it's just main 2.0 and like mm. that's really how i feel in my like in my bones man like it's just, just like Maine, but everything's a little bigger. The cities are a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The crowds are a little bit bigger. The mountains are a little bit bigger. But like it's like you're the same dope people, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really feel too much Seattle Freeze. I don't know if it's because yeah. I'm personable or if it's because I'm outgoing or what. But, like, people just generally fuck with me. Yeah, You know? It's not like... People are just like, huh. like scruffing me off they, or anything. They think like, you're someone right now, so they're you, like, "Maybe? Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> hey, oh shit, that's fucking Johnny Knoxville. You should probably <laughs> talk to him, you know what I mean? Is that Joe? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Please don't kill me. I'll do what you need. Um, no, but like people. Or John Mayer. You can say could that too. I, I, oh, okay, I'll take that one. Um, yeah, I feel like I don't get that. So I, I haven't felt anything negative about Seattle. I do mm-hmm. like the opportunity. You know, I like walking down the street and just knowing that at any point I could see Dave Matthews. Yeah. Which I did. Saw him and his mom walking around Pike's Place. When was that? Um, 2017.
0: I need to fucking reach out to him.
1: Yeah. It's, I guess he lives here. Yeah. And so, so and so, the person Ed. I was with was like, Is that fucking Dave Matthews? And as we walked by, he like turned around and winked. And I was like, Oh, I fucking <laughs> this? We can't bother him because he's with his sweet mom. But <laughs> Is that Joe? Winks. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, damn. Like that. He knew. <laughs> <laughs> damn. Yeah.
0: yeah. C- but it's not like L.A. I want it to become more like an L.A. where you can just see all those like crazy people, like, walking around and be like oh shit you know we don't
1: have beaches we don't have like sunshine we have Kirkland have you been to Kirkland I have been to Kirkland Uh, the Kirkland beaches
0: there are like amazing
1: Yeah, is that where oh no I'm thinking Redmond is where um, Mary Moore is
0: Mary Moore yeah Yeah. Billy Eilish performed there with Denzel Curry really which is a weird collaboration in my opinion it is speaking
1: uh... of Billy Eilish shout out to Phineas he's like a big reason why that album blew up because like they really recorded in a bedroom but like he really mixed that Mm -hmm. shit you know what I mean like She's talented, but yeah. he is talented.
0: It's I like that he's, like, she's helping him shine, too. Yeah. Because, like, there's some art like, everyone, there's, like, every artist has a team, but sometimes they don't really want to help show that there's a team behind them. Exactly. But. That's lame. But I think Seattle, I don't really see the, do you see the gloom? Like, is Maine shiny? Not shiny, shiny? Sunny?
1: Um, or is it rainy pretty, there, it's too? It's pretty shiny. <laughs> um, it's, um, it is. It's very four season. So, like, uh, you get three, 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 three. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. Is that, is that 12? Three, six, nine, 12. okay yeah so you get really you get three of each so yeah. except for in Maine we don't really call it spring it's called mud season uh, because yeah. we get so much snow and everything melts and yeah. like anything that isn't solid concrete is one hundred percent mud mm-hmm. like more people get stuck in mud than they do in the snow and ice because <laughs> it's so thick and like yeah. a lot of roads are pretty much dirt still in Maine so mm. we don't really have it like that
0: when it snows in Seattle it's bad because it's only been starting to snow recently and. I went know. to high school. I believe in global warming and all that shit. I'm not okay. like a activist, but I think that shit's real. Yeah. Or global cooling, or both. Because a few years ago, there definitely wasn't this much snow. Like last year during Snowmageddon, oh my god, <laughs> that shit was so insane, wild. dude. That was I always remember that because like, when it was like one of the like days it was really bad. There was a Wiz Khalifa concert. I was like I paid 70 bucks for this. I'm not not going to go to this and they didn't cancel it. So I still went and like, I had to Uber there. And oh. like it was like so I got there, I got to the, cuz there's two what's really weird is there's two fucking show boxes. You know, there's Soto, about Soto. Yeah, and Pike <laughs> Place. So I go to I got to Soto and it's the wrong one. So now I had to go to the Pike Place and because there was like a lot of snow, a lot of people couldn't get there, but they didn't cancel the show so there was like it was a decent crowd but it wasn't too big so it was like still fun you're like up close with Wiz and Currency oh yeah it was, and it was they, when they do you listen to Wiz Khalifa at all? hecka yeah dude is um did you listen to their 2009 album that came out last year it was like Currency and Wiz Khalifa like, they're always making like collaboration albums
1: I think so because that's when he was doing a lot of docu-series on Instagram and mm-hmm. I think I watched some of those yeah. recordings
0: and I um that was like so Wiz is another person who always comes to Seattle but people don't really realize that and Currency Currency is always in Seattle But basically, we we were his first tour stop for his concert, and it was the day the album dropped. So it was basically like a listening party, basically, because he just played songs off the new album. Oh, that's tight! I was like, wow, I wouldn't miss this for a world, for the world. And then when I left the concert, it was completely snow everywhere, and no Uber would pick me up or anything because it was was too deep. (laughs) And then I found a fucking bus that would go back to my house. And it was, like, the last bus for the night. And there were freaking, like, snow sweepers in front of the bus clearing the road on the freeway and shit.
1: Oh, so it took a thousand years. Yeah.
0: And I was like, wow, if I missed this bus, I would have been stuck in the cold <laughs> in fucking Seattle. Damn. Hanging out the homeless people. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that would No, that would not be chill if you missed the bus. Yes.
0: that would. So I was like, wow.
1: It's crazy, because when I hear snowmageddon, like, in Maine, people scoffed. They're like, school wouldn't even be canceled. Uh, it's really? Like, yeah. Like, Damn. low Loki. there's... Hikey. there's times when you open up your door and like you know you see those wild ass videos where the snow is covering <laughs> <my> door, like <laughs> yeah. it really gets like that Oosh. you know what a snow drift is
0: what is that is that when snow blows
1: yeah no literally so like the snow drifts are worse so like let's say that they plow the road mm-hmm. and so now you got these giant towers Oosh. of snow on the edge yeah. of the road the snow drifts will blow across and they'll create like these dunes of solid Oosh. snow because it's just like micro snow blowing across yeah. and then it's like yeah like it's like actual sand dune but it's a snow dune and yeah they're more solid than the original snow that fell the first time. Yeah. It sucks.
0: It's crazy. Yep. The weather here is crazy.
1: Yeah, it is pretty wild.
0: I, I don't... I, I guess that's what serial killers use as their excuse <laughs> to kill people here, but I don't...
1: I guess officially, like, you have less serotonin because you don't get all that sunshine yeah. in, like, you don't get the appropriate amount of vitamin D, and like your body's fucking wild, you know. If you don't get yeah. the right amount of nutrients, who knows what the fuck will happen with yeah. you know. Just I'm already pretty
0: different. tan though, because I'm <laughs> so I'm <laughs> fine. I don't think it affects me. It's all it's all the white people here. They're the ser- those are the serial killers anyway, and the and school shooters. White. Oh my gosh, it's the worst. <laughs> but I do uh,
1: I do know that a lot of my uh, darker skin friends, you have to be careful of um, not getting enough vitamin D because of uh, bone sure. deficiency. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I notice there's a high rate of uh, individuals who have. Um, Bone issues at an mm-hmm. early age, you know, forty, fifty. Yeah. Because even though you could be in the sunshine all day in Seattle, but you actually don't get the appropriate oh. type of vitamin D. Mm-hmm. I hate saying vitamin D. Just make like people <laughs> doesn't make make the D jokes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, damn it.
0: The fucking ludicrous ended up making a song called Vitamin D, like vitamin D. two years ago or something, with Ty Dolla Sign. So of course hey. it was catchy. I, don't, I think Gluta fell off a little bit.
1: I wanted to make some Dunkin' Donuts T-shirts and oh, say all she really wants in the morning is the D, <laughs> and just have a big Dunkin' Donuts D there.
0: Dude, that's but. the thing that people are. That's what I'm starting to do. Like collaboration with local businesses and shit. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Like tomorrow, I'm <laughs> I'm modeling and interviewing this like scrunchy company. Word. from Seattle? They're like a, a like a startup company from Seattle and like a scrunchy people. And like, you don't see fucking guys wearing scrunchies really, but I'm like, I'm going to connect with these people and I'm going to get their girl audience. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so i want to fucking model some scrunchies. I feel like, like Roger that.
1: Federer or somebody would be doing that, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I could totally see that. But
0: connecting with, it doesn't matter like if you're like in the same genre of music or same art form at all. It's like important to connect with everyone. Yeah. So I'm all about connecting. And I wanna yeah. Continue to connect with people, you know?
1: That's actually my, my, my final step of like learning Seattle is a little segment I'm going to start doing. It's called a dollar for your time. Oh. And I'm just going to go around Seattle and, um, Ask for a dollar. No, I'm going to get, I'm going to pay people a dollar. No, <laughs> this guy's laughing. He knows. That, you know, I'm yeah. actually, he's, he's supposed to be the OG cameraman. Um, I'm just going to pay people a dollar to sit down and talk to me for however long they want. It could be yeah. five seconds. You could say one sentence to me. Yeah. You could sit down and talk to me for 10 minutes, but I just want to pay you a dollar. Mm. And cause like, who doesn't want to get paid a dollar to yeah. talk and who doesn't like talking about themselves? But like, I want to introduce myself. You know, I'm Jay Furley, I'm a local artist. Mm -hmm. Here's a dollar. Tell me about yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like, a. I want to show people like I care about the people that are gonna hear my music, but like I also care about the people that live in the city that I'm gonna be like representing. You know what I mean? Mm Because if I'm going to represent Seattle, it's only fair that I be a part of Seattle. So that's like, and also it's gonna make killer fucking content. Like let's be real, that's like one of the main driving factors. So I don't know how to vlog, but people
0: are really good at that shit. Yeah. So I'm telling you, man. Like, what you need to do. Is go on TikTok, and so you know Westlake Center like is up the street, yeah. and that's where a lot of the homeless people are. Just pay like a crack whore to suck your dick on TikTok, and it'll <laughs> blow up instantly.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that violates more than more than the weed guidelines that they fucking banned me for. You know what it is? It's because a Chinese company bought it, and they uphold oh, the strongest of values, and so like, oh, like girls will wear sports bras when they do dance videos and leave the 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 um the fuck's it called the copy or the caption will say i hope tiktok thinks i'm a boy so i don't get this tip blocked so like their boobs aren't bouncing around it's like damn tiktok is really hunting for the weird shit i um (laughs) i saw this video of a girl no seriously i saw a video of a girl dancing on tiktok this is a true ass motherfucking story i tried to leave a comment it was like this video no longer exists i'm like bro but i'm watching it you know what i mean so i screen recorded it and i reposted it on tiktok and the first comment i get was CEO of reposting TikToks that get banned and I was like damn <laughs> he knew because he he must have tried to do the same yeah. thing and I was like oh man TikTok you're wild they obviously banned it too after like you know 50 seconds or 2 minutes or whatever
0: wasn't there a time in China where you couldn't even show like ankle or some shit and then that was like considered hot to like show your ankle I know that's like in India right like, I feel like you that's show... anywhere
1: at some point you know what I mean before like when oh. women used to have like actual bathing suits yeah. they had a whole ass dress oh, they swam in you trying to yeah. kill these women I can't swim in no dress <laughs> <laughs> the fuck <laughs> like penguin feet yeah! like a mermaid
0: <laughs> dude oh, the bla- the stereotype of black people can't swim is a real thing dude I like almost drowned during the summer that was so scary why oh god
1: why why where where does that stereotype come from I well I guess not where does it come from but why is it why is it why do you think why is it still so true yeah i, I guess because I don't know if I could say that it remains true uh... i don't speak on behalf of all black people. The joke <laughs> is
0: like black, par- black parents don't want to pay for swimming lessons.
1: That's the joke. What? Hey, <laughs> everybody's got a damn public pool. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't funny.
0: know. Shit. Um, I don't know. Think of a joke. I think I think swimming's harder than fucking track or football or wrestling. I think it's so but hard. If you, if you don't do anything, low-key you float. How do you float? So like... I've tried. It's like, I don't know. Oh. And I my biggest fear, bigger than spiders, oh my god,
1: I hate spiders. Arachnophobia is a real thing.
0: Yeah, my biggest fear, oh, I also don't really like small spaces sometimes. Like, if I had if I had to be in a spy movie and climb through a vent, I couldn't do that. Okay. But, like, like, this isn't bad. Like, being in an elevator isn't bad. But, like, my top, I think that's my first or second fear of all time is fucking seaweed. Dude, in the lake yeah when that shit wraps around your ankle <laughs> no it yeah. like a...
1: makes me cringe that's why God. i don't like deep waters because not because of how deep the water is but it's like i never know what yeah. my foot's gonna touch or more yes. importantly what's gonna come and try and touch my foot yeah you know what i mean yeah
0: i'm trying to like i always look like every summer i look for them but like i never end up buying them but they're getting better every year like the fucking swim shoes you can wear yep nike's starting to make some and shit i'm like hey. okay i I mean, in the next year or two, when they finally make like the Air Jordan swim shoes, <laughs> that's the yeah, shit I'm those. getting.
1: Yep. You no, know, but. <laughs> no, it's good because if you're going like river floating too, like you don't want to yeah. step on rocks and shit. Like that yeah, sucks. Like, dude. I mean, give me a little bit of a platform or something.
0: Walking on rocks is one of the worst things. It no. fucking sucks all in the even and shit. Oh, no,
1: thanks. Shout out people that don't wear shoes. Yeah, Goddamn, you're brave.
0: I couldn't do that. No. You know what I hate when guys wear flip flops and jeans? That's just oh, wild. That's ab- so
1: Abercrombie of them. And then like,
0: or when those guys have, <laughs> Indian stop... father. Yes. I didn't <laughs> want to point that out, but yes, dude, when they have fucking like gross ass toes, that their toenails no. are like yellow.
1: <laughs> Listen, we're being a manager at Planet Fitness. You have the wildest customers come in and bro. Oh, everybody shit. wants to come work out in flip flops. And I'm no. always just like, bro, no, you gotta have some real shoes.
0: Oh, like,
1: God. Just stubbing your toe sucks. Imagine if someone dropped 50 pounds on your foot. Fuck. You want to keep those toes?
0: Oh, God. And people's toenails fall off. Oh, they're so gnarly,
1: dude. That's so gnarly. God. No.
0: I don't... I saw this guy at the store today wearing... um. Have you ever wrestled or, like, have you seen wrestling shoes before? Yeah,
1: fourth in the state. Of oh, shit. Yeah.
0: This guy was straight up wearing wrestling shoes, like, in the store. I'm like, I'm pretty sure when I wrestled, the number one rule is don't wear wrestling shoes off the mat, basically. Yeah,
1: it because they get super... They're so soft, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, they're only meant for, like, that yeah. thick padding of the mat.
0: And I... I was the one, one of those people that never showered with the team or anything like that cuz first of all I'm not homophobic but that's pretty gay. And second of all <laughs> it's gross Call it like it is. <laughs> I don't I don't want I just don't want to shower with guys and like the wrestling team would always make fun of me about that. And, of course, I was the only one on the team to not get, like, ringworm and shit. I'm
1: yeah, like, like wow, like, makes sense. I'll, I'll wait the <laughs> extra 20
0: minutes to get home after practice or some shit. Yeah, like, you what, know? is
1: my mom going to complain I stink? Like, what yes. the fuck? <laughs> get over it, mom. I just wrestled. Like, <laughs> the but, fuck?
0: <laughs> showering no. with guys, man. That oh.
1: Here's my thing. <laughs> if I don't want to get all your gross shit you just washed off your uh, body to splash off the yuck. ground and get all over me. Yes. Like, that's fucking gross. Fuck these guys pee in the shower bro like I'm not trying to be like no get your ass away from me you know what I mean like this is the only time I have to myself like you next year you're gonna want to hold my hand while that shit <laughs> like, we're not having that <laughs> or there's
0: memes from the guy that like, hands him tissue under the fucking stall and shit like that I
1: saw one where they were playing marbles with each other it's like I got some marbles you wanna play he's like yeah I got a couple minutes
0: fuck man well as you continue to grow yes what do you want to use your platform to do
1: I would like to, A, get more people to do music, too. That's actually um, my, I just opened up an Etsy store, and it's got some of my merch on it, but it also has a lot of stuff based off of Maine. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm working with a local artist to make some pieces for, like, T-shirts, coffee mugs, aprons, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So those are live in the store, but I also am partnering with a a non-profit from Maine that funds the Maine State, um, I can't think of the acronym right now, but essentially it's just a free place where children from 5 to 19 can go and just, like, Take music lessons, cr- yeah. create music, learn music theory, all kinds of stuff. So, a portion of every um, purchase from my store goes to them, yeah. and so, like, I want you know, I want everybody to hear my music and want to make music. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. do it. It's so easy. Anybody can learn. It's not, you know, if you can't sing, you can play the guitar. If you can't play the guitar, there's a million other instruments. If you can't mm-hmm. do that, then you can learn music theory and write songs. Like, you anybody can do music. You just yeah. have to take the time to learn how to do it. So, I really want to just like get people to do, you know, the next Mozart could be somewhere in a yeah. third world country and they just need a little push, you know, <laughs> Shit, and like yeah. all of a sudden now we have the most beautiful piece of music ever. written yeah. And like, I would like to say they heard one of my beats or they saw a movie where I scored it and they were yes. like, wow, that was powerful. I would like to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my main thing. And then aside from that, I just want to, I don't ever have to work for anybody ever again. I Fuck want to that. just like, yeah. you know, to I mean? like, do that. I don't have a problem. Like I don't want to <laughs> stick it to the man or anything. You know what I mean? Like I'm, Okay with the nine to five, but that's mm. not what I'm envisioning for my life. Like I want to just wake up, make some music, know that I'm financially stable, where me and my son like don't have to fucking worry about anything, yeah. and we can just like just rely on that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, do a couple movies, meet some dope people, diversify my portfolio. You know, reinvest yes. and just like only spend what I make off of my side hustles and save my main income. Get some Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, dude, start you down. I'm gonna like, Gary Vee. I'm just gonna turn yes. one brand into thirty.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. so quickly let's touch on family what's the importance of family to you you said you have a son I do I have a six so, year old son oh, yeah well, that's a, that's um, his a name good age. is
1: his name is Dubs that's Dubs yeah hey. um, yeah he's super cool he's actually really interested in music he oh, likes speedboxing. Yeah. he likes to make beats with me and stuff yeah that's dope um, so family's super important to me. All my family is unfortunately on the East coast. Uh-huh. So I try to visit them once a year. I try to go home. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily he just went with his mom back home to Maine cause she's also from Maine. So we got to see my, my family and yeah. his grandparents and all that stuff. So that's really cool. Um, he's the only grandchild on my side of the family. Okay. So yeah. he's, he's, he's the, he's the king. You know yes. what I mean? Um, but it's really important. My mom and my dad are super supportive people. They've mm-hmm. been like really my best friends my whole life. And, um, it's important that I be able to take care of them, mm-hmm. because they did it, you know, for me for 21 years, so mm-hmm. time to pat them on the back. Yes,
0: yeah. for sure. Support system's important.
1: And hey, my sister. Love you, Chloe.
0: Yes. I have a pretty big family, too, man. Yeah? Hey, how many? You just have one sister? I, I you, do. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, you said your stars are your mom, dad, and sister. Yeah, she's 18. Wow. Yeah, I have, like, four siblings?
1: Oh, dang. And then... Yeah, Are they? Are you guys all relatively close to age? Because her and no. I grew up in, like, two separate homes because we have 12 years apart. So like,
0: They're all different ages. I'm like, all my family is like, you know what? That's what I want to touch on because you're like, you've been through the married life and you have a kid. Do you think...
1: Ask me your old man question. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: Do you think that for me right now, because, like, I'm really... I was supposed to go on a break over, like... I wanted to set up a break for myself like this last week Mm -hmm. for just like, I went up to my cabin okay, and um, I was supposed to just like get away from everything because I've been really focused just on my podcast a lot of the times. It's just zoned in like, who am I going to interview next? Anything like that. Yeah. And I took my break this week and I just got back yesterday and I realized that every single day I was like still on my phone looking at emails for like interviews and shit like that. I was like, fuck. (laughs) And then like having like, I don't know. I feel like being in relationships even can like sometimes turn into like another job, you know, especially if you're really dedicated to what you're doing and passionate about it. Do you think that like having like a family can sometimes, not in a bad sense, but like derail like a passion in a way or do you think it like makes your passion stronger in other ways?
1: I think that's an individualistic answer. I think like everybody's going to have a different one. Right. Um, I think it's a super great question though um for me yeah it was definitely more uh, of a distraction than it was a support system and granted like we moved across the country we had a a child Um, there's a lot of stuff that happened over you know one year then the next year and then the next year so like it was easy to say oh I can just put music to the side you know what I mean and like I always wanted it to be a career um but then I always had to like help support my family and stuff like that so it was hard to give all that time and energy when you have like a newborn and stuff so i think for sure it can derail um your both your expectations and your performance like Mm -hmm. um you could try and stretch 24 hours you know everybody this is stupid saying you know everybody's got 24 hours in a day so like don't make excuses but like sometimes your 24 hours really have to be allocated to other things Mm -hmm. and like steve harvey says rich people don't sleep eight hours a day because you can't do that but like sometimes like five is not enough you need to get some sleep so like for me it was really hard so Mm -hmm. I mean now that I have the time that's not devoted to somebody Um, shout out to all you girls I took on dates I know that you wanted something more (laughs) but I told you from the get Um, I could yeah I just I need to have the time to focus Mm -hmm. Um, yeah
0: I think like my saying is unless I'm making like a million dollars or over a hundred thousand dollars a year I don't want to have a kid or get married no, I applaud you on that. <laughs> it's
1: really important that you have some stability before you dive into something that's like... Yeah. Last year, bro, I spent $12,000 on just on uh, after-school care and Damn. daycare. Not to mention, like, everything else that comes with having a child. Shit. So, like, it's... The the money goes. Like, yeah. you really gotta be stable to have a child.
0: You could have bought, like... Let's see, like, maybe, like, a hundred kids in Africa an Xbox on that. Bro, my yeah. Jeep's
1: falling apart right now. <laughs> I could have bought myself a new Jeep. Yeah. A like, shout out Jenna. I love that Jeep.
0: But it's, it's I think... That's my goal with Seattle. I don't want anyone that I come in contact with or interview, I don't I wanna like make like a genuine connection with them and like help them out in any way I can. Because yeah. I think as long as someone's like passionate about it, I don't think people need to like go back to like revert to like the eighties where it's like a garage band phase where people are yeah. like, Oh shit, here's the pictures of my old band <laughs> shit like that. You know? <laughs> like, I don't want anyone that I'm working with to end up having to, like, look back on shit like that, you know? Yeah. Because I think music's really important, and I think everyone can still have a voice. So, yeah, I think...
1: I agree with that 100%. But
0: I think, I think there are definitely some artists that are better than others, but everyone has should is deserving of some type of an audience. Yeah, you know? don't have
1: to be Drake to be successful. There are artists right. that tour and make hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars 300000 a year that you never heard of, you know? Yeah. Like, I find new artists every day on Instagram. So, yeah. like, there's a different level of winning for everybody, for mm-hmm. sure.
0: And I want to change the fact that like there's fucking there's actually if you really research it There's tons of huge artists that have come out from Seattle Mm -hmm. And they you don't even know they're from Seattle No I'm like what the fuck so I want people I want to make a platform where people are like Yes of course I'm from Seattle or like Seattle area like I say I like to I like to um, say everything Seattle like Kent Seattle in my opinion even though it's not But I have to do say there's tons of so many talented artists in Kent Mm. It's pretty.
1: Elway. Wavy so, yeah, There's tons big, of big come up.
0: I want to. Yeah. There's like for you're in Kent, so there's tons of people I want to introduce you to in Kent and shit. Like that's what I mean. Like, in the minute I meet someone, I'm like, who can I introduce this person to? Shit like that. But yeah, what is some advice that you have for up and coming Seattle artists, creators, influencers, people in Maine, people wow. in Kent?
1: Get out there. You know, like yeah. really meet people. I found most of my successes have come just from being introduced to somebody you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like just happened to stumble on you Introduce myself boom now I'm getting you know on the podcast so it's like you just gotta get out there and like don't underestimate the power of a DM Mm -hmm. I mean I be DMing people (laughs) that have 20 million followers and bro sometimes they fucking they hit you back oh shit you know you never know when they're gonna bust open and you might be at the top at that time that they hit their DMs you know and then if if it had been 30 seconds later there might be another 10,000 in their DM so they wouldn't see you so like meet people just like, and create. Don't create with expectations of likes. Create because you fucking liked it and that just sounded good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people are always, there's never gonna be 100%. That was good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Perfect. Gotta, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. You gotta treat it like, I always tell people this if a TV commercial came on and they were like, yo, you suck. And then it went to the next commercial. Like, how long are you going to hold on to that commercial? Like, bro, I really do suck. Like, he's right. No, you just go to the next commercial. I'm like, that's how you got to treat criticism. Just yeah. create content, meet people. If they don't like you, then they don't fuck with you, there's eight other billion people that probably will.
0: Mm-hmm. So just keep going. Speaking of TV commercials, sometimes I don't really watch TV much anymore. But sometimes, like, I think it's probably like three out of five times I watch TV there'll be like a commercial and then like bleeps right to the next commercial. Have you ever noticed that? Like they yeah. like, go start a commercial and then right to the next. one. I'm, like, I'm like, what the fuck? Do they lose out on some money? Or like, <laughs> yeah, it's what the They didn't put
1: down the full deposit on their slot. <laughs> <laughs> we gave them what they paid for. Shit. <laughs> That's honest company. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I guess yeah, I'd be pissed. Cause I used to work in radio when I was on the oh, East Coast. Shit, yeah. yeah, I was a salesman for um, Town Square Media. Oh, okay. yeah. So I would just go from business to business, and like yeah. that was a tight job. I didn't have any set hours. I mm-hmm. could just wake up in the morning, put my suit on. Go to yes. a local business, uh, get some coffee, sit down with the owner, shoot the shit, and oh, then maybe shit. make a $10,000 deal. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, oh,
0: it's great. It's great. See, radio is, that's, I don't know why not enough people are like interested in radio. Radio is where it's at. Man. It's so great. Like, even if you don't want to be in radio, just being in radio mm-hmm. is good for you. Like, make some type of connection. Like, I'm lucky that radio is what I wanted to do. So, like, I could go to college, but like, I was going to go to college for radio. But now that I'm in radio, I'm like, why go into debt? For yeah. That shit.
1: But. the debt to income ratio was already out, like good so don't yeah. don't foil it yeah <laughs> yeah actually the first radio people I met out here was Carla Marie and Anthony hmm. I won tickets to go to one of their um Christmas shows Ooh. and so then I started DMing the producer producer Brett producer okay. Brett producer Michael I can't remember his name it's <laughs> been so long Joseph. since I talked to him um but yeah so I started DMing the producer and then we started shooting the shit and then I was like actually coming up with like segment ideas for Carla Marie and Anthony oh, and I had this like all these little bits and I was doing these little intros and stuff for them and um they ended up using just my voice for, like, a commercial Ooh. or, like, some little thing. Just, like, it's like you know, this is, you know, Cube 90. Well, before it wasn't Cube. It was, yeah. um, oh, my gosh. What was it before Cube? It was Power 93. Oh, shit. So, it was, like, you're listening it, to Power 93. Yeah. So, like, they used my voice a couple times for that. But, yeah. like, um, yeah, that was pretty tight. That was my oh, first shit. introduction to Seattle radio. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's fire. <laughs>
1: yeah. And they're hella cool, too. They're not on that part anymore. They're on something else. but right. Different station
0: well what is the easiest way to reach you
1: um you could hit me up on instagram absolutely i am furley f-i-e-r-l-e-y um and that's it yeah I'm always on Instagram you know what I mean because I'm like I said I'm trying to just create trying to get some girls man trying to yeah
0: Signing <laughs> like to D- Drake's DM that's right like he does to Drake Billie Eilish and those young girls
1: <laughs> seriously people really be like Millie Bobby Brown and stuff yes. I didn't I know she just turned 16 oh shit she looks like that one woman oh, I can't yeah. even think of her name but I'm like Nat- she looks like Natalie Portman that's I? exactly what oh she is yeah that's okay, okay. <laughs> I'm like wait a minute you're not 16 <laughs> oh my god yeah no it's wild it's wild <laughs> check those IDs yes um, you don't want to be the next Akon oh
0: Oh man. Well, yeah. what are some final words that you have for Seattle?
1: Um I just genuinely appreciate everybody who fucks with me, you know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm not out here buying followers or likes or anything mm. like that. Like I'm trying to create genuine connections because I feel my personality is strong enough that once you meet me, like I'm I'm a nice person. And if you and, don't like me I'll kill you. And if you don't like me, I will <laughs> literally kill you. So I will murder you. Yeah. <laughs> you.
0: I will kill and then murder you.
1: <laughs> Murder, death, kill. Yes. Yeah, I just, I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, you're dope. Well, you're listening to the NAS podcast, and I'm with
1: Jay Furley.